Hey there, everyone. It's Jeff from Modern Combat and Survival. And as you can probably tell from many of the articles that I write for our magazine, I'm a survival weapons fanatic. And, I, look, I love my guns, but I've had to say that I'm more of an edge weapons fan more than anything. Well, there's one weapon that I think is often overlooked and misunderstood, yet this one tool has been used by military for decades and is used even today by SWAT teams and other special operations units. It's the Tactical Tomahawk, and I decided to go straight to the number one source of hawks to our soldiers and police in order to convince you that this should be the next weapon that you add to your arsenal. Now, I know that at the end of this interview, you're going to be as much of a believer as I am, so let's go ahead and get started. bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, would you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Tactical Tomahawk has received a lot of recognition lately, and not just for the wannabe zombie hunters out there but they're now currently being adapted into the arsenals of law enforcement and even active-duty military. In fact, the versatility and effectiveness of the Tomahawk as both a tool and a weapon have made it a valuable piece of equipment worthy of a closer inspection for anyone who's serious about survival in a multitude of scenarios. Once used by such historical warriors as the Vikings, who wielded them on the open battlefield, to the Native American, who originated the term Tomahawk and used them for hunting, survival, and warfare, the new versions that are coming out are specifically designed for the modern-day protector and survivalist. And with us on this broadcast is someone who not only takes this topic seriously, but also designs and makes a serious tactical tomahawk. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Anderson from Modern Combat and Survival Magazine with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and patriot. And with us today is president of the American Tomahawk Company, Eric Furman. Eric, welcome to the program. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Now, I'm looking forward to this because I had a great conversation with you just in talking about these things on this side. So uh, everybody's going to have a really great time. I know they're going to get a lot of information out of this. Listen, everyone, Eric and his team have developed what my research has seen to be the most cutting-edge designs in tactical tomahawks on the market. In fact, American tomahawks' tactical axes are accessible from more military vehicles, police car trunks, and breech sets than any other manufacturer's axe out there, period. Their hard-earned reputation comes from producing indestructible tools of almost mysterious lightweight, which is an attribute especially useful for today's warriors and survivalists. And you can learn more about Eric's designs and the American Tomahawk Arsenal at their website at www.americantomahawk.com. Now, Eric, tactical tomahawks really seem to be the current rage in alternative weapons these days and survival tools. So what makes these things such a worthy addition to someone's personal arsenal? Well, Jeff, I mean, um, first you just have to consider it's just a great weapon. Um, so uh, everyone figures at some point I run out of ammo, uh, I have a problem with my primary weapon, and just to know that you have something uh, kind of at your fingertips that's quick to deploy, uh, you know, that is deadly effective, you know, that's kind of number one. Uh, but the other great thing that people realize about a tomahawk is just all the additional great utility uh, that it offers. 
Um, you know, we, uh, we we have a lot of guys in a search and rescue, fire rescue, law enforcement, military type guys. Uh, and in addition to a weapon, they want to be able to uh, bust open a crate. Uh, they want to use it as a maybe a survival tool to to, to cut and split wood. Um, just just the option of a tactical breach. I need to be able to bust through a door. Uh, I need to be able to uh, pop through some glass. Uh, the the uh, extra effectiveness of, of having a weapon you can throw uh, is something that's appreciated. Um, and something else with a tomahawk that's kind of unique uh, to a weapon like that is the intimidation factor. I mean, this is just an intimidating piece of gear. And so I've just had a lot of uh, your military-type guys tell me that it's, it's impressive to have something like that. You uh, you defeat the enemy before you even really take it off of your pack or out of the sheath uh, just because of its uh, kind of the wicked look of it. <laughs> they do. They are awesome look, I have to say. I think that's why a lot of people have really gotten in these days not really understanding just all the versatility that comes with it. And there's a there's a lot, obviously, that can be done with it. You know, Eric, with the growing interest in tactical tomahawks, you can now find them in everything from trade shows even to, like, your regular sporting goods stores. So when someone is looking at buying a tomahawk, what are the three most important features that they should be looking for? Oh, that's a great question, Jeff. Uh, first of all, you know, I would recommend someone really look for uh, a trusted brand. Uh, somebody that's got a reputation. Um, you know, listen, there's just all, in, in this particular area, uh, because of the rise in popularity, there's a lot of knockoffs out there these days. Um, there's a lot of stuff uh, that, that's quite frankly just junk uh, that's just real cheap that, that's coming in from all kinds of different places. And you have to consider, if this is a tool, if this is a weapon I'm going to trust my life with, uh, I, I really want to go with a trusted brand, somebody that's got a reputation, uh, I'm a little biased, but I was, you know, I like something that's American made. Uh, so that's kind of number one for me. Uh, two is, you know, we just talked about the intimidation factor, but, uh, you know, look for something that provides great utility. Uh, you don't just want something that looks cool. Uh, you don't want to buy something just because it's got a slick paint job. Uh, you're looking for uh, a tool that's um, compact, um, lightweight. Uh, I particularly like the configuration of a tomahawk with a main bit on one end and a spike at the other. I think that just gives a lot of utility, a lot of versatility. Um, something that's often overlooked is what sheath does it come with? Some manufacturers just make a, a really kind of chintzy sort of sheath, and you figure, man, if this thing falls out, I could hurt myself or someone else before I intend to. Uh, so look for the kind of utility that it offers. Um, and probably third, and this is really key, is most axe and tomahawk failures happen where the handle meets the head. Uh, and so really look for something that's got a great design the way the handle integrates with the head uh, so that I know it's a, it's a point of strength, not a point of weakness. Um, so, you know, I, I tend to favor uh, tomahawks maybe with synthetic handles as opposed to wooden handles, uh, something that's got a really great engagement there at the neck. You know, look for good design and good materials. I mean, that's a that's kind of a hallmark of any tool that you buy: good materials, good design. Yeah. Now, Eric, from a from a warrior's perspective, the tomahawk was one of the earliest close quarters combat weapons, and and it really has been a feared weapon on many of our battlefields. I mean, all the way up from Vietnam and even in use now in the military in our, in Iraq and Afghanistan. From your training and experience, what are the best techniques for how someone can use a tactical tomahawk in close quarters battle? 
Sure, sure. Uh, well, you know, the tomahawk is kind of a uniquely American weapon, and the beauty of it is its simplicity. Uh, so, I mean, this is a striking weapon. This isn't something you've got to be, uh, you know, a samurai warrior to utilize. Um, great simplicity. It, it immediately gives you uh, expanded reach and distance, which in a combat situation is key. You know, I, you immediately have an extra one foot, foot and a half, depending on the length of your handle, uh, reach advantage over your opponent. Uh, it maximizes your striking power. Um, you know, so just, just right off the bat, simplicity. But as, as far as techniques, um, uh, you know, any of your, uh, any of your listeners that invest any in kind of stick fighting, uh, baton fighting tactics, they're going to immediately be able to kind of take those skills and apply them right away, uh, to the tomahawk. So it, uh, tomahawk works well with any of those kind of stick and baton, uh, techniques. It, it works great in combo with another weapon, uh, with a knife. Uh, so I, I recommend people look into those kind of techniques. Um, and then the other thing to really focus on is to realize that uh, just because of the, the tomahawk's natural design, uh, this kind of T-shape, you have this natural uh, hooking ability, uh, an ability to uh, uh, grab an opponent, uh, pull them toward you, pull them to the side of you, uh, to disarm an opponent, uh, to deflect uh, a strike or something coming in. So. Uh, you know, just realize that, that the tool is, is simple to use. Any striking technique works. Uh, but if you really want to invest in your skill set, uh, stick baton techniques work great and really try to utilize that, you know, in, in what way can I hook, draw, manipulate, disarm my opponent techniques that, that lend itself to the tomahawk strength. Well, those those tips really fit in line with what we talk a lot about with our close quarters combat stuff. I mean, even from we, when we talk about knife fighting, we talk about how the knife is really an extension of the body. I mean, if you can learn how to punch somebody or hammer fist somebody, if you put a knife in the hand and go through those exact same motions, then it it instantly makes you a person who can fight with a knife. So, I, you know, from what I hear you saying, if you learn how to use sticks like an escrima or any sort of a martial art, or even if you just go and find some of those basic techniques online or anywhere, and and you can use two sticks like that or what or one stick like that, when you put a tomahawk in your hand, you can basically go through the same movements. Only now you have two different edges and and a and a and a, and a good and, and even a better quality than a stick because now it's made out of good quality metal and everything and it makes you that much more effective than you were that we you learned with with a stick uh, it, it, exactly and and you can you can then utilize that to push an opponent off draw them in you know the greatest weapon is always the human mind so uh really at that point if if, if you've got some basic uh knife fighting stick fighting technique uh, then you're really only limited by your creativity and what you can realize the extra ability that a tomahawk adds, and so as creative as you are, is as is as deadly as you are. Yeah, and what I like about the the hooking motion also is when you're looking at, especially if you have to block something, if whether it's a baseball bat or whatever it is, if it's just a stick that's blocking it, that opposing weapon can just slide right off of it. I mean, even if you look at like swords and things like that, but with a tomahawk, because it does have the um, the head on it. It can also catch what's being being thrust at you as well, and makes it a very effective 
um, if, you know, evasion tool or, or a blocking tool. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, we work with some SEAL teams that really have emphasized how uh, how the tomahawk is a great weapon uh, against uh, a bayonet attack. Um, you know, you're, you're talking about warfare that gets down to the nitty gritty, and um, the way you're able to uh, disable and disarm an opponent becomes key. Okay, we've been talking with Eric Furman of AmericanTomahawk.com about the insider secrets to choosing and using a tactical hawk for survival and defense. We'll be back with a lot more tips here in just a minute, including the very best uses for a hawk during collapse survival scenario, the science and art of tomahawk throwing finally revealed, and how to develop your hawk training program now to prepare for any crisis in the future. But first, check out this special message. In any disaster, crisis, or attack, your life and the life of those you love could solely rest on the survival gear you've acquired. Do you have the proper gear to protect you from the threats you'll face? Whether it's preparing your home against the destruction and mayhem of a city in chaos, or you're bugging out to a safer location when a natural disaster forces you from your home, the supplies you have right now could ensure your survival or seal your fate. Don't take the risk. Claim your free copy of our exclusive guide, Survival Gear Secrets, at survivalgearsecrets.com and discover the seven-phase survival gear plan every family must prepare for or face the consequences. Five no-bullshit warning signs that a collapse is headed your way, so you're already in action long before your neighbors even know what hit them. And how to know exactly when it's safer to stay at home and shelter in place. Or get in the family bug out mobile and get the hell out of Dodge. Your fellow citizens may be fine with sleeping in a crowded stadium waiting for FEMA to hand them a granola bar, juice box, and a blankie. But you know that no one can protect your family better than you can. If you're properly prepared with the right supplies and equipment to ensure your survival, don't wait until it's too late. Find out what's missing from your survival gear plan by grabbing your free copy of Survival Gear Secrets now at www.survivalgearsecrets.com. And now, back to our show. Okay, we're back with Eric Furman of AmericanTomahawk.com talking about why you need to add a tactical tomahawk to your survival weapons arsenal. And we have a lot more ground to cover. So let's jump right back into our interview now. Eric, I've seen videos of expert tomahawk throwers, and they they make it look so easy. Yeah. But when would you actually throw a tomahawk in battle? And can you give our subscribers kind of the down and dirty step by step process for how to do it so that they can practice it themselves? Sure, sure. Uh, well, you know, first off, you know, it, it always looks great in movies, but I never <laughs> recommend anybody throw the primary weapon. Um, so, you know, uh, first off is um, if, if, if I'm down to my tomahawk as my primary weapon, I don't really want to throw it away. Um, but uh, if I'm in a situation where, uh, you know, I need a moment to regroup, uh, I, I've got somebody coming on me, if, if you've got a tomahawk thrown at your face, whether you're a skilled thrower or not, you are certainly going to disrupt the enemy. Um, so uh, when, when it's really a fight-or-flight kind of moment, uh, that might be the time. Uh, to throw your tomahawk. And as far as, um, you know, there's some guys just make it look easy. Uh, and the truth of the matter is they put in a lot of time and a lot of practice to get the feel to make it look that easy. Uh, so, you know, number one uh, tip is practice, practice, practice. 
after you've practiced, practice some more. Um, you know, that's number one. Uh, two, just remember that uh, when, when you go to throw a tomahawk, uh, a lot of times there can be a lot of bounce. And so uh, just be careful. Uh, do it in a place where there's no one around. Um, uh, it might be something you want to wear, some kind of safety equipment uh, when you do it. Just make sure you're in a good open place um, and, and realize that those first few times, that, that first day you're trying, you're not going to stick it. And that thing's going to want to bounce off at all different kind of angles. And so just be aware of that going in. Uh, when you get started, one of the most important things is stick to an established distance. Um, some people throw from all over the place. And until you start to get a feel for it, you know, start at maybe 15 foot from your target uh, and, and really stick to that distance all the time until you start to get a feel for it. And then you can then you can practice uh, shorter, farther away, different angles. But start with a set distance. Um, focus on uh, just kind of being smooth and consistent. I notice a lot of people when they're learning to throw for the first time, uh, pay more attention to the tomahawk than they do to their own body. Uh, and the tomahawk only responds to you. So re- really look for your smoothness and throwing in your consistent. Notice where you're releasing every time uh, and look to be consistent. Uh, notice uh, you know where your feet are, your stance. Uh, make your release point be the same every time. Uh, and then you can then respond to, you know, if, if I'm hitting the target with the butt end of my handle, um, you know, maybe I need to take a couple steps back. Uh, maybe I need to release, um, you know, a, a, a little sooner to, to get that more rotation. Uh, maybe I need to release a little later. Um, but really try to be consistent. Uh, really follow through. I watch a lot of guys will throw and they just kind of snap their wrist. Um, and it's really hard to get a feel that way. Uh, it's not like the movies. You're not going to throw a tomahawk and have it spin 100 times before it hits its target. Uh, you're looking for one rotation, maybe two. Um, so, you know, re- really focus on distance, focus on consistency, uh, focus on your follow-through, and then just respond to the way you see it hit the target. Um, you know, if, if I'm hitting uh, uh, above, if I'm hitting low, that has to do with my release point. Uh, if I'm hitting the handle, if I'm hitting, uh, it looks like it's over-rotating, um, then you just kind of respond to the way you throw in your distance based on what you see. Yeah. Eric, besides being used for defensive purposes, tomahawk can also be used very effectively as a survival tool. So can you share with us the best uses that you've seen for a tomahawk in a disaster or a collapse survival-like scenario? Yeah, oh, and that's one of the great things about the tool, Jeff, is, is again, just kind of the versatility. Yeah. Uh, you know, people don't tend to like to carry a piece of gear that only does one thing, you know, unless that one thing is super critical. But uh, with a tomahawk, you just get a lot of extra ability. So um, in a real kind of survival disaster scenario, uh, there's a lot of opportunities for uh, to breach some kind of door to get past um, a lock, a hinge, uh, you know, some kind of debris that's in my way. I had read a story a while back about uh, someone that was trapped in an elevator and uh, luckily, they had a decent-sized knife in their pack, and they was able to just to kind of cut through the thin walls of the elevator to get out. Um, and so in, in, in any situation, you've got things you've just got to chop or hack through. Um, so, so it's great there. Um, for, 
for uh, to escape vehicles uh, to be able to uh, focalize uh, focus a, a lot of you know power at one point, like on the spike of a tomahawk, to get through car glass. Uh, you know, some people don't realize how reinforced car glass is until you go to break it, and you realize it's not just like the movies where you hit it with your foot and it, you know, it's just the whole thing completely pops out. So uh, to be able to get out of to get out of a car. Um, anything like that, uh, any situation where maybe you would be uh, stuck in, uh, you know, kind of a, 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 a need to be able to chop through a lot of wire, rope, anything like that, um, th- that's a time when a tool like that can really be appreciated. Yeah, there's a lot of things that come up, like breaching, especially even like the military, you know, that breaching obstacles like barbed wire and things like that can come into play a lot, yeah. too. And I never really even thought, like, even just escaping out of a room, if you're blockaded in, if the, you can't get through the door. I mean, most houses are made out of sheetrock and two-by-four. It's kind of hard to get through that with a Swiss Army knife, whereas a tactical tomahawk, you know, can make light work of, you know, of, of, of sheetrock and plywood. You can get through it and, and get out of an area that you need to really escape from. Yeah, absolutely. The, you know, the, the length of a tomahawk is, is a great lever to, uh, in, you know, increase your power. Um, so uh, you, you use that long handle of a tomahawk to uh, increase your strike force, and, um, and and it really becomes great in that kind of scenario. Yeah. You know, Eric, any weapon is only as good as the person who's wielding it. So when it comes to the tactical tomahawk, what specific training methods have you found to work best for someone to master its, you know, all those versatile tactical benefits that it has? Okay. Well, um, you know, Number one thing, uh, Jeff, is just practice. Um, you know, try it before you need it. Uh, don't expect that someday uh, everything is going to hit the fan, uh, and just because you have this tool in your kit, you're going to kind of magically know uh, things to do with it and how best to use it. Uh, so practice is really the name of the game. Uh, practice a lot, practice some more, then practice some more after that. Um, when you practice... Um, especially with a tomahawk, I mean, it's, it's a deadly piece of gear. So um, practice with the sheath on, uh, or maybe um, uh, maybe you want to buy a trainer tomahawk. Uh, maybe uh, take the edges of your tomahawk and kind of cover them with cardboard and tape, uh, just so you can kind of practice with a degree of safety. You're not going to hurt yourself or somebody else. Um, but after that, uh, you know, uh, use your tomahawk in a, uh, in a survival camping kind of situation, uh, you know, what all the things can I can I use this for? Uh, you've practiced your throwing in advance, and so uh, so now that's something. Um, you know, now, just when I need it, I'm not expecting to magically do it. I've invested some time to practice to how to throw my tomahawk. Um, study, uh, you know, stick fighting, baton fighting techniques. Uh, those are all very transferable. Uh, uh, to tomahawk fighting and use, and so if you're really looking for a, a training method, uh, there's just a lot of there's a lot more information uh, out on the net and out on video and out in books on stick and knife fighting than there is tomahawk fighting. Uh, so study that, and it really transfers very well. Um, so do that. Uh, something that I've kind of personally done, and I recommend it to people just because it's it's uh, super cheap, and I think it's really effective. Um, is to, is to maybe just take a decent-sized log and, and hang it from a tree out in your backyard, hang it from the rafters in your garage, 
um, and and practice as you you work against that log um, with some technique, with some striking technique, and you'll really expose really fast how important your footwork is, uh, how how easy it is for um, you know once you've once you've stuck that tomahawk, once you get it behind and hook something. Um, now what what comes into play and where does it pull me and where does it push me? Uh, you know, it's uh, a, a tomahawk is is a great weapon because of its simplicity, but it's also you know it, it gets better the stronger your wrists are, the kind of the stronger your shoulder muscles are. Uh, so you know, be aware that that that's kind of a weapon that um, if you've got some good strength uh, in your forearms and wrists, it really helps a lot. Uh, and, and when you practice with something like a hanging log, it really exposes some things that you don't think about when you're just running through things in your mind. So those are things I recommend people do. Well, that makes a lot of sense, and especially if you're using a log. I mean, it's a it's a harder surface. It's a um, it can be heavier depending upon the size of the log you're using, and it gets you used to your movement and another person's movement. So it's good for close quarters combat, and yeah. you know the the log is going to move. So you know, once you get your skills up for throwing, it also kind of challenges you a little bit more and allows you to to kind of progress with that as well. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Leave leave some branches hang off of it so you can practice, uh, you know, a hooking technique. Great. Uh, so you can practice a pushing technique. Um, and it, it it's just one of those things where uh, you envision something in your mind. This is how this kind of combative situation is going to go down. And then once you add something that actually moves with and against you, uh, it really exposes the difference between what's in your mind and what's reality. Uh, and just to be able to practice that way uh, really helps with balance, uh, helps with, uh, you know, your strength in your arms, your upper body, um, and really grounds it in reality. Yeah. Well, Eric, this, is, uh, this has been some great information. I, mean, I think a lot of people are very curious about the tackle tomahawk, but weren't really necessarily convinced of its effectiveness behind, you know, just chopping heads off of zombies <laughs> with all of the, uh, with all the, you know, the, the exposure that it's gotten now, like in movies and, and in television shows and things like this. So, so thanks for making this a very real possibility and, and something serious enough for us to look at as, as adding to our arsenal. Really great information. Listen, every, everybody, um, as you can tell, Eric not only knows about the tomahawk, but um, obviously he knows how to design it as well. I mean, these tomahawks are used by Navy SEALs, by military, by law enforcement. So if they're good enough, I always say if it's good enough for a Navy SEAL, then hell, it's good enough for me. So definitely go over and take a look at Eric's website and the complete lineup of the tactical tomahawks that they have there. You can check out their website at www.americantomahawk.com. And until our next survival broadcast, train hard, stay safe, prepare now. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.